Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back. It's recap time. Week four recap. Week four is in the books. I'm your host, Ross, and with me as ever is Dave. Are you right? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Week yeah. four in the books. Yeah, it's a weird one as well, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> some odd results in this week. Yeah, not easy to call, were they? No. Uh, let's have a quick look through some news quickly before we get into it. The Cardinals have cut DJ uh, Swearinger after the game uh, this weekend. Just lasted four games and he's been cut already, so you yeah. might find it tricky to get another job, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I guess he'll get picked up somewhere, but yeah, it's um, it's not been good, is it? And uh, no, yeah, it's not not some massive surprise. I don't think that he's been cut now. No, uh, the Broncos are going to be out without Bradley Chubb for the rest of the year. He's torn his ACL. That's a big loss. Yeah, a really big loss, and I mean, I guess that's not going to put any real dent in their hopes, is it? Because you know, I'm not sure what hopes they <laughs> had, four. but. Yeah, but he's a really good player, and it's a shame to see any pro that talent sort of go out like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's been a trade. The Eagles and the Falcons have swapped a player. They've swapped. Uh, the Eagles have given. Uh, have got uh, Duke Riley, a third-year linebacker, and a 2026th-round pick, and they've given the uh, Falcons Jonathan Cyprian and a seventh-round pick in 2020. Yeah. Odd move for the fact that the Eagles have got such a weak secondary to give away another member of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I guess they've probably got somebody in mind, like maybe someone else mm, ready to take that spot or whatever. Like sometimes it works that way, doesn't it? That yeah, sort of just freeing up a spot for somebody else. But yeah, it's a bit of an odd move. But I guess the yeah. picks that are uh, involved is not. A, no. Huge one, is it? Six and a seventh. Yeah. Um, Montez Perfect is banned again. There's a surprise, there. Yeah. I mean, he's a scumbag, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, there's a. Not to say about this, if you watch Perfect play, you get it, don't you, really? You uh, <laughs> tell what's going on here. Yeah, that hit on Jack Doyle was just it's uncalled for, unnecessary, dangerous. Yeah. Don't want to see it in football. I think that's the thing with it, unnecessary, is sort of it sums it up really, doesn't it? Yeah, Doyle was already going to the ground, just hit him on the shoulders and not put him yeah. down, just touch him, don't you just smash him in the helmet, Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another piece of injury news, it looks like Matt Barkley's going to start for the Bills when they take on the Titans this Sunday. Uh, I mean, has got concussion. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know you're a massive fan, but <laughs> is that a massive loss? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be harsh, but yeah, I'm uh, not not sold. That's a massive loss for the Bills, really. Do you, do you I know mean, what I think I'm such a fan of, Josh Allen? It makes me really appreciate Russell Wilson and <laughs> the sort of rushing quarterback mould. It really makes me appreciate a guy that can hold on to the ball and not take dangerous hits, not slide face first, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, I think I think you saw at the weekend, obviously the Patriots defence... Swarmed him. Yeah, one of the best in the league, and if yeah. not the best. But I think you saw the way to stop the Bills' offense, really, didn't you? It was just sort of make Josh Allen throw. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it didn't go too well, did it? Before he went out of injury, it was, <laughs> what, three or four picks? and Yeah, he was having, <sighs> he was having a bad time, a really bad time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bar- Barkley's is what he is, isn't he? He's fine. He's great, but yeah. oh. anyone can beat the Titans, can't they? So... Well, you say that, the Falcons can't. We'll get into that one in a minute anyway. Let's True, get some, yeah. <laughs> let's get on to yeah. the recaps. Uh, let's start with Thursday Night Football. And this one was a great game. Finished uh, 34-27 to the Eagles. Philly at 5-0 on uh, Thursday Night Football with Doug Peterson. 
or Peterson. That's a pretty good record. Yeah, it's a really weird one. I didn't realise that. That's a, that's a weird one. Yeah, I don't realise I played that much under uh, Peterson as well, but on Thursday nights at least. But yeah, that's a good record, and this was a great game. Yeah, I I, I felt like the Packers blew it a bit, really. I, I felt did. like they were the better team and just almost gave, gave a win away there. It was um, yeah, some weird play call. I don't really mind the thing at the end with the no, like four passes. I didn't really mind it too much. But no, Aaron I, Jones wasn't doing a great deal on the ground. No, and like... I mean, run it in, and he probably does score in fairness, but they're probably also thinking that it's a bit similar sort of situation to the Marshall-Lynch thing. I don't want to bring that up. I'm not, genuinely not just rubbing that in, but... <laughs> Literally every everyone, shot. Everyone, <laughs> but everyone was expecting run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To yeah. pass it. I don't really mind that on the whole, but... Uh, Plus that Eagles front seven is pretty fearsome. Yeah, it was... you got you got Aaron Rodgers. You've got to put your faith in him, and... Yeah. I mean, the one that got picked off, I don't know how that wasn't pass interference. He's literally got his arms around yeah. him. <laughs> and it's bounced off his chest and gone to the defender. So, well, some yeah, of the calls we've seen for PI so far this season, that yeah. is a really odd one that stands out. There was a few in that game that were just yeah. bizarre. There was one that I think both teams challenged one and didn't get turned over when I don't really know clear, how. I think. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, I don't really understand what they're doing with that rule. And no. I mean, they've made it reviewable and they're not really actually reviewing them. Or I think PK was the only one to win one so far. Yeah, I don't know what it has to be for them to actually to like change the call because yeah, the one he won wasn't wasn't uh, reversible in my mind. I just accepted yeah. it as PI. And he challenged it and won it. It was weird. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on with that. But yeah, I think I feel like the pack. I feel like the Eagles are a better team than they maybe sh- or their record showed. But yeah. yeah, I feel like the Packers were the better team in this one still. Yeah, they had more offense, I think. But yeah, they they uh, moved to they want well, to drop to three and one, which. Uh, it's still enough to lead the North. It's, it's tightened up with the Bears as well, but uh, good for the Eagles to get back to 500 and just a game behind the Cowboys now as well. Yeah, and yeah, I do think the Eagles will be there come January, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I still wouldn't have faith in them right now to do too much in January. But no, yeah, that, I, 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 it's hard to judge them too much off four games. I say they could easily be four and zero. Oh. They were looking at them very differently. If things had gone slightly differently in some of them games, but yeah, I mean they're not. But yeah, I think they are a decent team still. But yeah, for me, the Packers are still the better team. And if they met in January, I'd back the Packers again. Yeah, I think you. I think I agree with you there. I, annoyingly, the Packers are something still not right for me. This Lafleur and Rogers doesn't seem to be a natural fit. I think Rogers wants to do his own thing most of the time, doesn't he? And doesn't want to just follow the game script almost. Yeah, I think that will develop as the season goes on. I never worry too much about these like talented offenses if they're struggling a little bit early in the season. Like mm. I mean, we'll get onto some of the other teams later, but like the Patriots are struggling a little bit on offense. But yeah. you just have faith that they will get it right. And I think the pa- the Packers' defense is so good that yeah, I just have faith that they will get it right eventually. Really, yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Uh, let's come to a team whose offense isn't getting it right at all. The Falcons uh, lost twenty four ten to the Titans in Atlanta. Um, AJ Brown showed up and showed he could be a, an actual player for the Titans. Two really good touchdowns. Two nice um, celebrations as well. I don't know if you saw that open the vault, throwing the money up in the air. That was nice. Yeah, um, good. Falcons are just lifeless. They're just. Yeah, it's hard to really know what to say about the Falcons because you look at their team and you think oh, they must be better but I mean there's more effort to say that they aren't they're not better they're, yeah. they're just an, an offence that isn't functioning they've got a lot of good parts but 
Mm. They just can't do anything with them, can they? They've been down huge every game at half-time. Yeah. I know know you've got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and uh, Freeman, the shell of Freeman that he is now, but you're putting yourself in such a big hole that it's too hard to get out of every week. Especially against the good Titans have got a good defence, I'll give them that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they definitely have. And Yeah, the, the Falcons just seem to just not turn up in the first half each game this season pretty much they haven't yeah. been there in the first half and then you just hope they can come back and you can't keep doing it you say the Titans have got a good defence and I mean I think some of the struggles that Devontae Freeman have are sort of down to that a little bit that they can't get going in the first half Yeah, and obviously he is part of that but then come second half they're always chasing the game and he's not really involved in that so much so I think if the offence is functioning better just as a whole I think you would see a lot a lot, a lot of improvement from Freeman but yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're a really odd team to judge because you look at them on paper and think, well, they've got a good team, they've got good players throughout, and I know they've lost a like couple of players through injury again, but they've still got a good defense or some talented players on defense. They've got lots of talent on offense, obviously. I think when we um, did our preview, they've every player on the um, offensive line is a first rounder, so yeah. there's sort of pedigree there, even if it's not translating. Ryan, Ryan shouldn't field, be getting but... sacked and hit as much as he is. No, that much capital invested on the offensive line. It's just, yeah, I just don't really know. I think Dan Quinn's really he's strong. Gone, isn't he? He's job. fired yeah. all of his coordinators and coaches last year, and this is how you start the next year. That he's in trouble. Yeah, I think he's in real trouble. Something's got to happen big. And so we're only four games in. There's plenty of time to turn it around. But mm. I don't, I don't see him as being a team that's going to make that move during the season unless it goes like really disastrous and they're like two and eight or something. But yeah, I think yeah. Right. it's definitely an off-season move. He'll he'll be a Black Monday. Yeah, guy. if it, at this stage, I'd say he's in the top five candidates to lose a job. Yeah. If not higher, if it's not sort of higher than that, it's uh, yeah. There's not other than Jay Gruden. I don't think there's anyone really <laughs> uh, that's in a hotter seat than him right now. No, I think yeah, I think that's probably fair as well. Which is harsh when you think it's not that long since the Super Bowl run, but they've not recovered. No, and. I mean, obviously Shanahan left after that, and is it more down to that? Was he more responsible for that run? Because, I mean, that offense was incredible. It was obviously the uh, Matt Ryan MVP season when yeah. he stole one from Tom Brady, you know, but <laughs> don't want to go on about that. But <laughs> that offense was obviously amazing that year, and then that, it's not like it's not they've just fallen off. They've fallen off a cliff, haven't they, since then? They're not yeah. even close to that offense. No, they're not. They still put up stats. That's the weird thing about it. They're just empty, hollow stats. Matt Ryan finishes about 400 yards a week. Julio gets for a hundred yards on the ground and normally a touchdown. It, it, it's, it's empty, empty yards. Though. It means nothing. It's almost like that. Then Blake Bortles teams yeah. a few years ago when the Jags were really bad. Obviously, before they when they become good, his stats went down because yeah. they weren't chased every game. But I mean, if you just look at the stat sheet, obviously take away the turnovers from uh, Bortles because Ryan doesn't do quite that. But Bortles was putting up over three hundred yards every week, touching four hundred a lot of yeah. them couple of touchdowns where they were just chasing games and obviously defence just goes into a bit more conservative mode and they can just carve up a defence. But yeah. yeah, as you say, they are just empty stats. Yeah, so the Titans moved to two and two. Uh, Falcons dropped to one and three. The Titans, not really talked about them at all. They looked good on offence in this one, which just shocked me. Derek Henry, 100 yards on the ground. Uh, AJ Brown, two, uh, two, two touchdowns. Corey Davis got a touchdown and 91 yards as well and just five receptions. I mean, I can't do it again. I can't, <laughs> I can't buy into the Titans. I'm, I'm not doing it. No, they'll lose to Matt Barkley in the Bills next week. 
Almost definitely. Yeah. It's like it's. <laughs> it's what I just don't know what they are. I'm so excited to see this team if they move on from Mariota because I think there's so much to like about it. There's so many I pieces think, in offense. Yeah. Yeah, on, well, on both sides of the ball. I think well, both yeah. sides. There's so much to like there. I think if they had, I don't know, who's just an average quarterback. I don't know. Just put Dak on their team. Yeah, Derek Carr. There you go, Derek Carr. He's he's likely to be available as well as yeah. he come next season. All of a sudden, that team is a contender. Are yeah. they? I, I think they are. I would, I would have them down as a top, four, well, a playoff team. Definitely a top six team in the AFC with in the AFC, Derek certainly. Carr at quarterback. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> they're currently just, bottom of the AFC South. Every team is on two and two because that that division is just a mess. Yeah, all of it, isn't it? And so we'll get on to some other teams in a bit. But yeah. To bad results out there for them teams as well. Yeah, really weird division that one at the minute. But yeah, Titans uh, progress and move on to the Bills next week. Next up, uh, a result I didn't see happening. The Browns 40, the Ravens 25. Uh, the Browns have won the first two road games in the season for the first time since 1994. <laughs> wow. They battered the Ravens. Yeah, I don't... I probably fell into trap, but I don't know if it was one of these where we've just had an overreaction for both teams mm. that the Ravens hadn't really played anyone particularly good and true and then we had I could say I bought I'd, I was fully in on the Ravens I had them down as the clear third best team but yeah yeah they just looked very ordinary and it sort of looked a bit like what you'd almost expect Lamar Jackson to be coming to the season where yeah it was just a bit inconsistent and yeah he completed 24 of 34 250 three touchdowns two interceptions he also ran for 66 that's not a bad, it's not a terrible stat line. No, but I think some of that was, again, a bit, like we were saying with Matt Ryan, a little bit empty because yeah. some of them stats come when they were chasing the Probably game. But on, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, a real... Just a letdown bang, game. Yeah, it? yeah, a real letdown for the Ravens. And yes, it's interesting to see what both these teams are. I still trust the Ravens a lot more than I trust the Browns. Yeah. And a bit like the Packers, I still think if they met again, then I'd still probably... Well, they will meet again, obviously, but mm. um, I'd think I'd still trust the Ravens more. But, yeah, yeah good showing. A much-needed showing, I think, from the Browns. Yeah, Got definitely. Nick Chubb going, didn't they? Which yes. was massive for them. 20 carries Nick Chubb had for 165 yards. That's that's what he needs to get, I think. Landry, also 10 targets, 8 catches, 167 yards through the air. Beckham had 7 targets, just 2 catches for 20 yards. Yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't... Uh, Weird. Too good, was he? And um, I think after the game, he was worried about his earring or something, wasn't he? Oh, not about his <laughs> earring. He'd lost lost an earring or something like that. So it's not a watch; it's an earring, or it's a yeah, field goal uh, net thing on the side. I can't think what defender it was, but um, he had like a bit of a bit of a clash with one of them, and uh, <sighs> yeah, he was just worried about his earring or something like that. God. Very strange. But yes, the Browns move on to two and two. The Ravens fall back to two and two. Um, seems to be the. The 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 record I have at the minute, the Browns top the AFC North at two and two. Yeah, I mean it is just what the North always is, isn't it? These teams <laughs> just always beat each other up a bit, and yeah, it's going to be another ten win NFC North winner, whoever it is, isn't it? I think I don't think any of them are going to run away with it now. No, they top the North with a minus two point differential. So good, good on them. Well done. <laughs> I still like the Ravens, but yeah, I think the Browns are showing that they are better than. Perhaps, well, yeah. we, especially us, we uh, weren't too good at Harnham, were we? But I, I still don't trust them completely. But I've, I've got more. I say I've got more faith in the Ravens. But 
the Browns did show something. And if they get Chubb the ball that often every week, they'll be a much better team, I think. Yeah, I think if the offense, yeah, I totally agree with that. If the offense runs a bit more through Chubb, yeah, then I think it's a lot. It takes a bit of pressure off Mayfield as well, so yes. it might help him. Yeah, I'm, got, I'm really going off Baker Mayfield every week. He's got something else to say about someone else or something yeah. else, and he's just like do something first before you start spouting off. See, I've been bored of it since like his second week as starter. I think last year, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just so dull, isn't it? Uh, but yeah. Don't need to get into that. No, um, let's move on. <laughs> I don't uh, do that enough, don't we? <laughs> let's move on to the battle of three and zero teams. Uh, the Patriots moved to four and zero, sixteen ten win over the Bills. Tom Brady loves playing in Buffalo. Sixteen and two in his career at uh, the Buffalo Stadium. I'm the- not sure he, he should get credit for this win, though. <laughs> it wasn't uh, his best game. No, only eighteen completions for 150 yards, no touchdowns, uh, and a, through a pick as well. Um, I saw the, the early part of this and suddenly Michelle looked good but finished with 17 carries for 60 yards. Did he just not do anything <sighs> just, after that? Yeah, just another Sony game. I just His first run was for 20 yards. Yeah. It sort of almost makes the rest of it look worse. Yeah. It? But, uh, I just... I'm just out on him. I just can't... I don't know. I just can't see how he turns it around and becomes an effective running back until he can catch the ball. Yeah. To me, that's what it just comes down to. If he can't catch the ball, we can't be on the field for the Patriots because it's just it's to telegraph obvious. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, not good. But Brandon Bolden uh, with the Russian touchdown on the end around, was it? Yeah, it was a classic uh, Patriots move, wasn't it? He looked pretty good. Like, I've yeah. always liked Bolden. Yeah, he's a really good fourth, maybe even fifth choice running back. Yeah, but he uh, just sticks to the roster, doesn't he? He's yeah, getting rid of him. Yeah. yeah, he's just a really good special teams player who just keeps him on the team, but... Yeah, this, this was all about defence, this one. Both defences showed up, and yeah, I think both of them are top five defences in the league, and they showed it this week, and yeah, that's what it come down to, and obviously the special teams touchdown was basically the difference between the two teams. Yeah, speaking of special teams players, is there, there isn't a better one in history, is there, than Matthew Slater. He is the, the best special teams player, because that's literally his entire role in this yeah. team. Yeah, it is, it's insane, and... I mean, he couldn't be on a better team to do it, really, could he? Yeah. With uh, Belichick, who values it almost as much as anybody. The defence got after Josh Allen and this. His stats are, do not make great reading. Um, three picks, uh, no no touchdowns. I think he fumbled a couple of times as well. Uh, yeah, not great. Yeah, and he's not going to come up against a defence this good every week, but no. they absolutely killed him. And Barkley still managed to throw a pick as well in his nine completions. Um Frank Gordo just will not die. 17 carries, 109 yards, 15,000 career yards now on the ground. Well, especially when he's going up against what was by far the best run defence in the league through the first three yeah. weeks. Average 6.4 yards a carry. Yeah, it was... Before this game with the Patriots, I think it was 2.1 yards that averaged uh, <laughs> per carry. So, wow. yeah, an incredible game for him. And he had a couple of massive runs that the Patriots just haven't given up at all this season. But no. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, an impressive game for him. Is he going to the Hall of Fame? Without a doubt for me, I think. Just the longevity of him and yeah. every season. He's not necessarily ever been the best running back in the league, but he's always been one of the best. And yeah, he'll get you the hard yards. He's, he's, yeah. You don't want to own your fantasy. It's not flashy or anything, but he'll get you points every week. Yeah, I think that consistency sees him in. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, we've got... For me, was the the game of the early um, the, the early game of the weekend. The Chiefs thirty four, the Lions thirty. Um, this was a fantastic game, and I felt so sorry for the Lions at the end of it as well. Came so yeah, close. 
just back and forward all afternoon, wasn't it? Well, evening, sorry for us. I it didn't was, expect uh, this from the Lions. I thought they, I thought they were a good team, but not this good to kind of go pace for pace with the, the, the Chiefs. Weirdly, they've lost, but I've come out of this taking more for the, li- like <laughs> yeah. the Lions than I did from the first three weeks when they've well won two and lost and tied one. Yeah, it was a really impressive game for them, and like this was that thing of like, are they actually good? Have we got to admit that the Lions are a decent team? And I think maybe you do. I think they are good. Yeah, this is a, I'm just looking at the play-by-play. There's a run at the start of the third quarter. Chiefs fumble, Lions fumble, Chiefs fumble, Lions fumble. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the big turning good. point. The big turning point was when the Lions fumbled on the Chief goal line. And it got returned all the way for a touchdown, didn't it? It yeah. was a huge, huge that turning was point. Nail in the coffin, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Like Mahomes didn't have his best game, but he still no three no touchdowns. About, yeah, put in about six million yards and <laughs> looked good again. But yeah, I think this is the bad Mahomes game. But yeah, it was um yeah really good game. Yeah, one of the better games in this season. There's been some good ones so far. All round for the Lions, I think. Great, great performance. Stafford was good through the air. Three touchdowns, 300 yards. Carry on, 125 yards and 26 carries. And Kenny Golladay showed up as well. 67 yards, two touchdowns. But also Marvin Jones, three catches for 77. This is what they need. They need this offense to perform like this. And in Justin Coleman on the defense, I was really disappointed that we let him go. He's the best slot corner in the league, I think. Yeah, he looks, he looks incredible. Yeah. He it just was... does the job so well. Yeah, he was he was so good, and I mean, this Chiefs offense has just killed all three teams so far. And the Lions really, well, they've given up thirty four points, but it doesn't really tell the whole story. I don't think that was uh, no. it was a weird game, and they say that all the fumbles put them in tough uh, circumstances. But uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, I took more from this for the Lions than any of their wins. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this was the one that convinced me they are good, which is obviously an odd <laughs> way of looking at it. But yeah. <laughs> I felt like they were the better team in this game. Just yeah. unlucky not to win. This is one they can definitely build on, definitely. Um, yeah. Next up was a really just a horrible game that completely bypassed me. Panthers 16, Texans 10. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in this game. <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Watson got sacked a lot, I can tell you that. <laughs> Still, it was about six sacks again or something oh, like that. God. But that's why you can't trust the Texans, because every single week he's just getting hit after hit after hit. And yeah. It just can't sustain any sort of offence with that. I'm looking at their stats. It's not pretty reading. 160 yards through the air for Watson. No touchdowns, no picks. DeAndre Hopkins threw a pass. He got picked off. Never good when your trick plays fail. <laughs> I think they're just trying to get him involved. And he had five catches for 40 yards. He's had a couple of really down weeks. And it, it all goes back to that line. If you can't support, keep quarterback upright, then you can't. he's not going to make passes, is he? Yeah, I think he's... Uh... Sneakily, an early candidate for one of the biggest fantasy busts this year, Hopkins. He hasn't yeah. really uh, done too much, has he? No, him and Kola Juju, I think, are the two guys that were drafted, what, late first, early second round. And yeah. just, Juju's all down to circumstance, but yeah, Hopkins is uh, not looking great. What do you think to Carl Allen? Was he okay yeah, this he was, week? He was good again. Like He didn't have a touchdown, but what, 24 for 30? Two or something like that was he something like that I know it was about seventy five percent or so something like that. But he did have three fumbles that he lost. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fumbles not ideal. That's, that's <laughs> um, a problem, but yeah, all right through the air. Yeah, all right through the air, and yeah, I feel like it's all right. And obviously, he's a backup, so you got to expect some issues. But I definitely think he's good enough. And this this Texas defense was playing really well. Mm. JJ had a really good game, and 
yeah, the defence on both sides look good. And I mean, it's not like the Panthers got some fearsome defence. I think we think of them as one of them teams. But yeah, not I mean, this Yeah, this current version isn't that defence, but they gave uh, the Texans problems all day. Yeah. Um, guess who led the Panthers in both rushing and receiving again this week? Mm. <laughs> like Curtis Samuel, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, the, he had the one carry for one yard. Um, but yeah. McCaffrey had 27 carries for 93 yards and 10 receptions for 86 yards. They're going to wear this guy out, aren't they? 27 carries. Is, well, and well, how many catches? 10, 10, was it? Yeah. That's just not sustainable. 37, 37 touches. That is just just waiting for him to pick up an injury, isn't it? There's yeah. just You can't do that. Oh. If he gets injured, just turn it in. Season's over. Yeah. Because nothing else is happening there. I mean, I guess this was a close game and it's necessary to give it to him. But yeah. I, I say, I'm not running backs. Yeah, or if not, sign somebody. Go and get Jay Ajayi <laughs> just to take yeah. some of the load. Because I see the Panthers want to be in the playoffs and think they're a playoff team. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? You saw it with Todd Gurley like, last season. He was just worn out by the end of the season. And they're going to do the same here with McCaffrey. Yeah. They're currently just, a I, game back on the Saints. And they, they're in the hunt because the a- NFC South, much like the AFC South, is just a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's... Well, we'll say Saints have still got to come, but them winning again has probably been a bit of a surprise to some of these teams. I think they thought yeah. the Saints would have at least lost one of these last two games, but winning both has made it tougher. But yeah, they're very much in it, and I mean, all all the teams in it are still there or thereabouts. But yeah, yeah they're a weird team. I just don't, I can't see how the Panthers can keep this up. You can't do this with McCaffrey every week. No. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it is unsustainable. Um, let's move on to Oakland Raiders, two and two now after they beat the Colts, who moved back to two and two, thirty-one twenty-four. The final score. Um, Derek Carr had a, a decent game: twenty-nine completions, one hundred eighty-nine yards, two touchdowns. That's all you need, really. Yeah, they've sort of done this, haven't they? The Raiders. They've got off to a good start in most of their games, really, and then yeah. all the way in the bit in the second half. But this week, they managed to. Keep it up. Twenty-one-seven up at the half, and for a team that's not got Andrew Luck, that's just too much to overcome. I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, good, really good performance from the Raiders. Yeah, and the Colts. Brissett had a really bad pick six, didn't he? It was. Yeah, um, yeah terrible throw, really. <laughs> and mm. uh, yeah, but he was fine. I mean, he wasn't great, but he was fine. He had three touches. But again, I think that is a bit of that. What we've said already a couple of times, a bit of empty yardage, just chasing a game. But yeah, yeah, the Raiders have got something it's just what that is I'm not 100% <laughs> sure but they're moving towards her, aren't they and like Darren Waller's been he's a, a revelation he's a, really he's yeah. a targets machine eight, eight targets again this week that's kind of this, his standard targets uh, Williams got seven targets but only three catches and Josh Jacobs got involved in the passing game this week as well two, tar- two catches on two targets and also 17 carries so they're getting him more involved and that's good they need him to yeah. be involved yeah I think they definitely need to get him involved in that passing game like we said with Michelle, you can't be a running back in this day and age with and not catch the ball. And yeah, I mean, I think you can do it. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good performance from the Raiders, and yeah, I think they should be quite happy with sort of their season so far. Yeah, they're second in the West at the minute. Obviously, yeah, obviously two games back on the Chiefs, but yeah, I think their record. I think they're just taking two and two at this stage. They played, they played the Chiefs, haven't they? And yeah. um, I think they've played now, but yeah, they've had some, a couple of tough games, haven't they? Yeah, and the Colts are 2-2, two two, but then so is everyone else in the FC West. Yeah. So, yeah, they're <laughs> right in the middle of the pack, I suppose, along with everyone yeah. else, or, or first, depending on what way you look at it. Um, the Chargers beat the Dolphins 30-10. to 10. I mean, 
that's disappointing, isn't it? Really, the Dolphins actually showed up the first half. Josh Rosen made some pretty passes. Yeah, they, I mean, they had to lead the Dolphins, which yeah. is <laughs> first time this season. Yes, stunning, really, <laughs> that they actually managed to get a lead. And at one stage, yeah, because they kept it closer pretty much the entire first half, didn't they? And then yeah, it was seventeen ten at half time. The Chargers are just. I don't know. They're so it, boring. I don't know. I don't know what's to like about this Chargers team. Austin Eckler, eighteen carries for sixty yards. He'd be disappointed with that. Uh, Keenan Allen, six targets for only forty-eight yards. Dontrell Inman led the way for receiving with them. So, what is this offense? Yeah, it's not great. It's yeah. I mean, them stats look fine against a normal team, but they were playing Miami. It's uh, yeah. got to take them into context that them stats are probably fifty percent higher than they'd be against any other team in the league. It's yeah, it's really disappointing. And it's just what the Chargers do every single year. I just, I just, I don't know that. Maybe I'm so out on this Chargers team. Yeah, I've got no, I've got no real interest in them to be honest, and that's get weird. Keenan Allen out of there, get him onto an exciting team. Yeah, it's uh, sorry Chargers fans, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm just out on them. I've just got no interest in watching them each week. They're no. just, I mean, again, they've lost another player to injury, haven't they? And uh, Melvin Ingram, I think he's out for a while. And yeah, that is what they do. There's got to be something going on with their like training staff you know they just get these injuries every single year there's got to be something yeah, going on behind the scenes it, it's gone for too long for it to just be bad luck hasn't yeah, it it's too many for it to be a coincidence it's, it's yeah. something is happening um, the Dolphins I thought I mean they're alright this is their best performance they lost by 20 points but this is their best performance of the season um, Devontae Parker is still trying he, he's one of the few players that are still trying four targets four catches and touchdown but he's somebody that I do think has a lot of talent and when he was yeah. I think it was the end of last season, wasn't it? They were talking about him being traded and then mm. end up keeping him. But he's somebody I'd be very interested to see on a decent team. You know, if he was the if he was the number two somewhere for in like a decent offense, and I think he's somebody that could go crazy, really. Yeah, and, he's got great hands and he's deceptively quick as well. Yeah, I think he's yeah. There's a lot of talent there, and I think he's one of them. If you see him move this off season, then mm. yeah, very interesting player moving forward. I mean, Kenyon Drake got going as well, didn't he? A little yeah, bit. First time in, this season. Yeah, in Dolphins terms. You know, Adam was like five yards of carry, I believe. <laughs> which yeah. is crazy for them. And yeah, He's I mean, an important player for them. If they can get him and Parker going, and Rosen, Rosen could do enough to save his career at this point. That's all he can do. Is just yeah. not be terrible. Yeah. He can get himself that, a backup job somewhere next year. Or at the Dolphins to whoever they drafted number one pick. Yeah, that, and that is what he was really. He wasn't terrible and... Yeah, I just, it's a weird game. I just don't know what to say about the Dolphins really now because what are they? like? What are they trying to be? I mean, they don't really care if they win or lose, do they? And no, seemingly not. Like, no. Yeah, you just got to take these individual performances of when you get it, them, Yeah, but... just look at the highlights from individual games and just think, well, I did okay then and he did all right there. And Yeah, anyway, let's move on to uh, the Redskins. They put up a dismal dismal three points um, against the Giants. Uh, He put up 24 and just blew them out of the water. Um, Dwayne Dwayne Haskins came in, didn't he, for Case Keenum early on because Keenum was terrible for a pick. uh, Completed six passes for 30 yards. I mean, Haskins wasn't any better. Nine completions for three uh, three interceptions. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like this. Giants defence is some um, incredible defence. <laughs> no. 
like, I don't want to be like I, I really like Haskins. I liked him coming out, and I don't want to be just some massive apologist. But I do think the situation was pretty terrible for him to come into. You know, like yeah, Daniel Jones got like the whole week to prepare, didn't he? And that's, I mean, he still I threw think, two picks as well. Yeah, and yeah, I think the Daniel Jones thing. I think he's going to get a bit carried away this week. Uh, like I, yeah. I can't even think of the Giants are playing this week, but I'll happily take them <laughs> and whatever points, whatever the spread is, because. I think the overreaction to Jones is going to be huge, and as I say he gave up a couple of picks, and he didn't look great himself, but he was going up against a terrible Washington defense, didn't he? Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing there basically, and um, Josh Norman got injured. I think I as well. I'm not sure it's a massive loss, to be honest. No, he's more about just being. He's himself, isn't he? He's not part yeah. of his team at all. He, he's been terrible, I think, for these first few weeks. Yeah, even last season as well. Uh, yeah. Dallas are playing the Vikings next, so yeah, good luck with that one, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I think that's gonna, I think that's going to be a big shock for him. Yeah, that's a pretty good defense to go up against. Yeah, he's throwing picks against some of these terrible defenses. I think they could uh, give yeah. him a tough day. But <laughs> I'm really interested to see how he does do going forward because. He is at least interesting. It makes the Giants quite watchable, doesn't it? But yeah, he's going to have growing pains, but he's good through the air. He's pretty shifty for a big lad as well. And um, Wayne Gorman did all right spelling Saquon Barkley. 18 carries, 60 yards, a touchdown, and he caught a touchdown as well for five, 55 yards. Did a decent job. He's not Barkley, but no one is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It was a good filling in and. Did sort of as well as you could hope, really, didn't they? Yeah, I'm not, I don't have much hope from next week against that Vikings defense, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, the Redskins fall to zero and four. The Giants are two and two. Um, Gruden's I think gone already. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think the uh, big thing now for Redskins is when Gruden goes, if he makes it to the end of the season. I don't know when their bye week is, but I think they're a team that won't wait. I think they'll just do it. They'll just get rid of him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they got a bye week coming up, if that's when it happens, because that would just make sense to me that they uh, do it, give it, give the new coach a couple of weeks. and Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure they've got on the coaching staff, really, that would be interim. I don't know no. who they've got there, really. But, um, yeah, to me, they're definitely going to make a move, I think. I don't think... I think Gruden had to have a really good season to keep his job and I mean mm. that's done now isn't it I, I, I do think Haskins will give him a bit of a spark when he gets a bit of time to work with the first team and all that yeah. um, I, I'm quite looking forward to seeing him this week and seeing what he can do because he's got New England this week yeah oh <laughs> sorry Dwayne maybe week six <laughs> up against the best defence in the league yeah they play Miami in week six so yeah okay yeah hopefully give him a couple of weeks to sort of I mean that's if he doesn't get injured next week or something God, they've got a murderous row of offense, defences to play they've got the 49ers after that then Minnesota then Buffalo <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah that's tough <laughs> uh, they have a week 10 bye the Redskins so yeah look for that firing coming around that point yeah I think. I think if week 9 if they can get a couple of wins then I think it might seem to week 9 but yeah, yeah to Buffalo me on the road in week 9 yeah, that's that could be that could be the final nail in the coffin, couldn't it? Getting left in Buffalo. If I was betting, I would say Gruden gone after week that game. Yeah, definitely. On the way back from Buffalo, maybe he doesn't even get on the flight of them. No, <laughs> just a walk back. Um, yeah. Next up is the Seahawks Cardinals game. Seahawks won twenty seven ten. For a more in depth review of that, listen to the uh, Seahawks podcast on the channel twelve on iTunes. But yeah, I'm happy with this. This is one of the most comfortable games I've ever listened to on the radio. We never never thought. This would be in doubt at all. 
no, it was yeah, not a great game from Arizona. And highlight for Arizona was uh, Larry Fitz now second all time in receptions. Yeah, and he didn't seem to care at all. No, there wasn't a lot else to take from this for Arizona, was there? It was it was sort of what we expected, really. I think Seattle were pretty comfortable the whole game, and yeah, Trish Carson yeah. got going. That was good for us. Yeah, sort of everything you want from this game, really, wasn't it? From a Seattle point of view, it was just pretty decent. There yeah. wasn't. It's a bit like when teams play Miami, isn't it? Cardinals aren't that bad, obviously, but you can't take too much. But Wilson was good again, and Carson as they got going. Yeah, Disley was good again. I mean, I guess that's probably the big thing for it's the Seahawks Yeah, he's got six touchdowns in eight career games. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's weird, really, isn't it? Like he's he's a strange player, but yeah, at this stage he's definitely you got to put him as one of the better tight ends in the league, which. You know, not many people have had that in uh, yeah, coming, man coming back from a patella injury last year. It was really weird. Kyler Murray, I thought, did the best he could. The, the Seahawks defense was flying around the field. Ziggy Anser is looks really good, and Davion Clowney with his first um, touchdown for the Seahawks with a nice one-handed grab out of the air. That was lovely. Yeah, yeah it's nice to see that, isn't it? Yeah, and we, there's no way we can afford to pay these guys next year because they're all on one-year contracts, but. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy while it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> We've got 70 million in the cap space. You never know. We might swing something. Because we're not yeah. playing anyone on offence because there's only two guys on offence. Yeah. <laughs> and you can uh, you can always wangle it, can't you? To yeah. get these There's always round stuff, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, Seahawks moved to 3-1. and one. Uh, Arizona 0-3-1 now. Seahawks play the Rams in Thursday Night Football this week. Yeah. I'm looking forward to writing about this one. Yeah. yeah I've be been looking points. forward to this one too. This was the one I had my eye on from the start of the season, really. Speaking of the Rams, they're up next. Uh, they gave up 55 points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, they scored 40 themselves, but this was insane. The second quarter and the fourth quarter were higher scoring quarters than some games this week. Yeah. The second this... quarter was 21 17 to the Bucks, and the fourth quarter was 24 20 to the Bucks. The Buccaneers were so impressive. Yeah. This is the and, offense that they dreamed about when they brought Arians in, wasn't it? Yeah, this is. Maybe it's just been that little bit of time to get going. Like, Jamie's still threw in that weird, weird interception yeah. and, like, you think, oh, what are you doing? But. It's like he has to do it at least once a yeah. week. As I say, I am a Winston fan. Again, <laughs> I, do, I do think I'm a bit of a Jamie Winston apologist, but. There's something there with him. I think he's so talented. Yeah. I think I would have him as in one of the as one of the most talent like naturally talented quarterbacks in the whole league. He's just an idiot. Yeah. But if <laughs> yeah. Arians can get this offense working, then I, yeah, I think they. I think they are good. I think they're a team that are good. And yeah, this was it was such a good performance. They just blew him out of the water, didn't they? Straight away. It worked in every sector of the game. Like Winston was yeah. great, four touchdowns, three hundred and eighty five yards. Um Ronald Jones had a touchdown, seventy yards, Peyton Barber had a touchdown, only twenty yards. But Chris Godwin, twelve receptions, hundred and seventy two yards, two touchdowns. Mike Evans, four t- receptions for ninety yards and a touchdown. Cameron Brake gets his touchdown that he tends to just get out of nowhere as well. And they got the strip sack fumble recovery from Adam Kasu, who really enjoyed that one. And so did the Seahawks. Apparently, they were watching this on the monitors and celebrated like mad when um, <laughs> Sue did this. So interesting. It's good to see of, that. Yeah, a bit of rivalry um, building up with the Rams. So I like that. But yeah, this. I mean, the Rams, 40 points. Not bad. Jared Goff yeah. from 70s. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? About 500. Yeah, it was over 500, wasn't he, in the end? 517 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. and three picks. But that become that came because they were down so 
so early, weren't they? They were down a lot. Twenty-one like, nothing uh, yeah. at the start of the second quarter. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think didn't they have like ten rushes or something like that. I know it wasn't a, it wasn't many. They just basically just went to the air. But Togoli had five carries and got two touchdowns on those five carries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird game. But yeah, Michael Brown had five carries as well. Yeah, ten rushes. <laughs> yeah, it was just a really really good game to watch. Really entertaining. But yeah, I was really impressed with the Bucks. Yeah. And Definitely. yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a good thing for the league if the Bucks can get good because I think they if they can be a good offense, they're an entertaining team for sure. Yeah, they can be a force in that division as well. A division yeah, that is slightly floundering. The Saints are just about marching through each week, but they are beatable, I think. Yeah, totally. Uh, let's move on to our next game. I didn't see this one because this was uh, kind of on the same time as the Seahawks game, but. It finished 16-6 to the Bears uh, in a game that we kind of predicted would be like this. Um, the Bears got some offence once Mitch Trubisky left the game, though. Yeah. It still wasn't great, but <laughs> Chase Daniel seemed to be... seemed to do a lot more than um, Trubisky could, but... Yeah, 22 completions for 200 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was it was decent, but... I mean, for me, this is more about Minnesota, this game. They were just atrocious. Yeah. They were so bad, and like I know the Bears' defense is really, really good, but uh, I, I, yeah, I just don't even. Even Dalvin Cook was bad in this game. Yeah, fourteen carries for thirty-five yards. He still got his touchdown to kind of save his fancy day. But Adam Thielen, six targets, two receptions for six yards. <sighs> Stefan Diggs had seven catches for one hundred and eight yards, but no touchdown. Yeah, some of the stats look okay, like Dalvin Cook, like seventy total yards in the I think. And yeah. Diggs, yeah, so went over a hundred, but it wasn't. When you watch the game, it didn't feel like that sort of game, and it didn't feel like they played that well. You know, it was, yeah, yeah, this, the offense at all. No, I think they're just going to be the same as they've been. Like Kirk Cousins as a team is a as a quarterback has always beaten the bad teams and lost the good teams, and I think that's just what the Vikings are going to be again. Yeah, you shut Dalvin Cook down, you're going to win basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Bears tried to get Montgomery going, twenty-one carries, but only fifty yards. A lot of carries for a man to only get 50 yards. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings are a decent defence, but I mean, you can do a bit more than that on them. But yeah, I think they've got to persist with Montgomery, though. I think mm. I think that he's going to be really important. I think they need to need to just keep going with him and not worry too much that maybe it isn't always working. But yeah, this yeah, yeah it's, I just think both these teams, it's just a really weird... Well, the Bears are 3-1 now, but... I'm not really sure how. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not a team that you can really see going forward and doing anything, are they? They're they're relying <sighs> solely on defense at this point. Yeah, it's just well, I suppose they did it last year, didn't they? So to say it's not sustainable is <laughs> obviously wrong, but yeah, they're just. I, I feel like their ceiling is basically what happened last year: get to the playoffs and lose in the first round. Yeah, you when you actually come up against an offense, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. so they move on to three and one. Jags fall to two and two. Um, the Broncos lost to a last second field goal. Deja vu, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I don't know what yeah, they, they were doing. Up, they were playing really soft coverage to just let the Jags beat them through the air. And it's Gardner Minshew. I mean, he's looked fine, but he's a backup. He's a sixth round rookie. Like, don't let him chip little 10, 15 yard passes off of you to give up a, t- a field goal. 
Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I don't think he's going to be a backup anymore. No. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's going to have won this job by the time Nick Foles can come back. He was but... making some fantastic plays. And he was getting beaten up as well by this Broncos defence and just just kept getting up. He was limping around the field, making throws across his body and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and Leonard Fournette was incredible, wasn't he, in this game? He yeah, was... 30 carries for 225 yards. How did he not get a touchdown on almost 230 yards? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, but he had a couple of massive runs, didn't he, where he's taken them all um, deep. and yeah, like, I think there was one he just got caught about 10 yards short or something like that. But yeah, it was yeah, a weird game, but... Yeah, this Broncos team is just dead, isn't it? Like Flacco was fine; he wasn't a problem. But no, three three touchdowns to one pick, three hundred yards. I just don't, I just don't know the point really of this Broncos team as it is. Like, it's what are they? A full on flash in the pan. I think, I think you could have predicted uh, that he'd come back to earth a little bit, but I mean, yeah, like I'm looking now, nine carries, fifty three yards. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, like, against a good defense as well. Yeah, yeah, almost six yards per carry. Like you can't really argue with that. He just didn't really get the ball. It's not really <laughs> his fault, is it? Like if they don't hand the ball off to him. But I mean, how can the the Broncos? Uh, the, yeah, the Broncos were up seventeen six at half time. Yeah. How does your lead running back have nine carries in that sort of situation? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, it's it's. Well, it's, what are they doing? It's like, if, if you're you, a first-time head coach, you must be. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. but ugh, I mean that's just bizarre, isn't it? Like, you're up that big, and there's 15 carries between your two running backs. It's yeah, that's weird. It's mad, isn't it? Like these stats should be flipped around, shouldn't they? Yeah, the Fournette had 29 carries, <laughs> and they're, they're playing from behind, and the the Broncos are playing with the lead, and they've only got 15 between the two running backs. It's just. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make they're sense. On the wrong, to me, but... Yeah, they're definitely the wrong way around. Yeah, that's weird. And... <sighs> yeah, but yeah, not a game they've blown. And don't say Josh think... Lambeau with a field goal. The man's almost automatic at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He's the one kicker that's not struggling in the whole league. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird these kickers now, isn't it? But yeah, it's a weird game. And yeah, I think Flacco, as soon as Drew Locks back and he can play again and eligible, I think Flacco's got a week or two at most left. Yeah. Um... Do you think Foles gets back in then? I don't do you, think do, do so. Do you think he has to because of how much he's getting paid or do they just write that off and think, well, Minshew's the better quarterback at this point? I mean, if Minshew's going to be better for the team, I think that they have to play him, don't they? They can't they can't move away from Minshew if he is going to be the quarterback of the future. He's better to watch as well. As a neutral, I've got no desire to watch Nick Foles run an offence. He's the most bland no. quarterback in the league. Yeah, for sure. So I think the cap hits are crazy for him. Yeah. Um, I think it's the dead cap's about 30 million or something <sighs> next year. So they need to find a way to trade him, which, I mean, I think there'll be teams out there that would trade for him. Yes. Yeah, but, definitely. I mean, I'm not sure the interest in him this year was that big, but I guess it's a year less on the contract. And yeah, I don't know. But mm. it might be one of these where they have to, you know, like the, um, the Texans did with. Brock Osweiler where they gave up a pick to get rid of him yeah it might be one of these where they give up like a fourth or fifth round pick to somebody to take the Foles contract off the book that's a very NBA move teams often do that where they've got these guys on massive contracts and just give away a first round pick just to kind of move the contract away yeah it makes sense because then you've got Gardner Minshew who for the sixth round pick won't be getting paid a lot super cheap for the next four years yeah you can sort of afford to do it I think if you I mean if you if it's that desperate I think you or not that desperate if you if you decide on Minshew, I think you can afford to pay both, and mm. you've just got an expensive backup and a really cheap 
Yeah. Like first quarterback, it's um, yeah. I think Minshew keeps the job. To be honest, I don't know how they, unless he comes back to earth and this is just a bit of a nice early run. But I mean, if you look at his pedigree, he has got a lot there. Like going back to high school and stuff, he has got a bit of a pedigree. So yeah, yeah I think Minshew's decent, and I think he keeps the job because yeah. I just don't know how they can go back to him because Foles has shown that he's so inconsistent. And you go back to Foles and he has a bad run, you just lose the fans straight away, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, especially with, yeah, with Minshew sat on the sidelines. It's yeah, it's not a good look at all. Yeah, he's very much like the people's sort of yes. quarterback, isn't he? People, he's very likeable and everyone's behind him. So, yeah, I don't know how you can go back. It reminds me of Keanu Reeves in the replacements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Saints-Cowboys next. That was a, a dull game to listen to when I was at work on Sunday night. It was, there was literally no offence in this. Um, it finished 12-10 right. to the Cowboys. No touchdowns. Um there was one touchdown sorry, by Zeke on his uh, 18 carries for 35 yards and yeah, a touchdown. Not... Yeah, it was a weird game and yeah, massive win for the Saints. Yeah. It was obviously all based uh, on the defence, but yeah, huge win. and Yeah, as long as Bridgewater's not losing them games, I think they're fine. I mean, yeah. at this stage, if Breeze is out six weeks, I assume... They'll win another game. Three and three out of them games you would have taken at the start. So yeah, that's a really good record with a backup. Yeah, yeah. Right now they're sort of um, yeah got a bit of a free run at these next few games. I'd say so. Yeah, and obviously Dallas and Seattle are probably two of the tougher games they're going to be playing. So this is uh, couldn't have worked out better for the Saints, really. No, they've done really well Since, through this tricky. Yeah, with one. that as soon as you see that breeze injury, you're worried, aren't you? But yeah, they've done okay. Yeah, first Saints game, um, first Saints win, sorry, without a touchdown scored since 1998. It's probably when Drew Brees turned up there. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Monday Night Football, um, Steelers absolutely destroyed the Bengals, 27-3, to Bengals fall to 0-4, and their season's over. Um, yeah. Their week one performance was an anomaly, wasn't it? Because they have looked terrible ever since then. Yeah, and uh, both of us, I think, sort of, had a bit of a soft spot for the Bengals coming into this season. And yeah. Yeah, they've just been I atrocious. thought they'd be better than this. Yeah, they, there's, there's very little you can say positive about that performance last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've not, I've not watched the game, but according to NFL.com, the Wildcat made an appearance for the Steelers with yeah. um, Samuel, Jana Samuel. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, good to see it back, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Miami needs to turn back to that. They were quite good when he used to run that. But yeah, um, Steelers 1-3, first one of the season. But uh, I mean, they're only a game back, but it's, it looks like it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Mason Rudolph yeah, isn't I, like, you know, anything up, is he? No, I think this was more down to... I mean, the, the Steelers obviously had a good performance. I do think their defence is really good. Yeah. But yeah, I just... I think... I mean, all they're doing is... You can tell what doing. 24 completions on 28 attempts. Yeah, little three yard passes. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, not many, not many yards there. No, two hundred and twenty yards uh, on those two touchdowns, but fair play. Yeah, um, it's for me. All the Steelers' wins are doing is just making that Minka Fitzpatrick trade better. That's each yes. win. That's, that's all they're achieving by doing it, each win. It's yeah. If they can get seven wins and just miss, just push that Bengals pick out of the top ten or twelve. Uh, not the Bengals, the Dolphins pick, just that little further up the draft. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're just not a good team. 
to be honest. They're not. There's, they haven't got the talent on offense to survive a backup quarterback. No. Yeah, the, the, and the Bengals are just a woeful, aren't they? Maybe when AJ Green gets back, it'll help. But I don't think he's going to come back at this point. He, <sighs> he wants to get paid. He wants a new deal before he steps yeah. back on the field. And just, I think he could just be a free agent next year. Yeah, it'd be or interesting the if they do. Yeah, they decide to just trade him and start the rebuild yeah. there because I mean what are they achieving they might as well just get a high pick and yeah get themselves a new quarterback yeah I'd assume they do go for a new quarterback if they do end up in a top 5 pick which at this stage I don't know how they don't yeah new head coach given a Dalton a year Dalton's stats look fine but they're not winning games and that's going to kill him eventually yeah and obviously it's not all on him off the offensive line can't block anybody mm. So he's not exactly having an easy time of it, but... No, so many injuries up there. Yeah, but yeah, they're so bad. Yeah, um, there we go then. That is the review show done. We shall be back on Thursday with a preview show. Uh, make sure to check out Better for Dave's uh, preview posts on the Seahawks-Rams game. Um, Probably don't follow the tips, though. Like, <laughs> last week was a but... <laughs> well, this, that game can go one of two ways. It could be a, a Jeff Fisher-era Seahawks 9-6 game, or it could be... An, Points explosion, so yeah, I'm really struggling. Yeah, I think I might just have to go for some like some specials in there, some uh, Russell Wilson over yards and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you'd probably be best to do that. Uh, we have got our own Patreon now, we've launched one patreon.com forward slash first and ten. Um, I put a betting tip up there and it came in this week. I bet I posted that Russell Wilson would get 220 yards through the air, Carson would get 50 on the ground, Disley would get 50 through the air, and get a touchdown at 5-1, to one, and that came in. So if you oh. want to follow our tip, or my tips, on uh, Patreon, on Dave's on Betfair, um, head over to patreon.com slash first and ten. Three different tiers of, or four different tiers, of patronage. Uh, $1, $3, $5, and $20. Uh, they all explain what they are. Um, there you get some nice rewards you get secret Facebook groups you get stickers you get um, a, a special Patreon only fancy league next season if you want to be a member of that and come and try and beat me or Dave mainly Dave I'm terrible at fancy this year um, yeah mine's not mine's not been great either to be honest I'm pretty sure so. you battered me in one league this week but <laughs> I'm just in too many leagues this year I yeah it's too hard to track isn't it yeah, and like it almost makes it less enjoyable because I guess it's Sunday. Yeah. I used to sort of keep a track on it, and now I've got too many leagues to even bother <laughs> looking at, really. So I'll just look on Monday, see how it's going. Yeah, see what happens. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to get involved in that, it's again patreon.com forward slash first and ten. Thank you to Ryan, who's our very first patron, and as the tier he's joined, he gets a special mention on the podcast. So be more like Ryan and yeah. join our Patreon. Um, where can you find us on social media, Dave? So we are at first and ten underscore on Twitter and um, first and ten on Facebook. Get involved with a huge competition that we're running. Yeah, still giving them away. We're up over. Yeah, I can't remember how many followers we got on Twitter now, but we've gained about four hundred in the yeah. last like, week. Okay. So people like free yeah. things. Yeah, but you know, don't let that put you off. You can still win. There's still there's ten, there's ten different prizes to give away, so there's loads of uh, different things for everyone to win. Yeah, come for the competition, stay for the content. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we are having a lot more. Like last week, we had a lot more written content, and we're going to be doing more of that moving forward. We've got all the podcasts starting up, all the different ones on the network, and 
yeah, we've got loads. We had a couple of issues with some recordings last week with the Saints one. That was my fault. And then the Redskins one, that wasn't my fault. But, you know, I'll take the blame. <laughs> I, I, I told him I'd to set it up and forgot to tell him that the recording asked you to carry on every 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they didn't realise that and stopped after 15 minutes. But, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was good <laughs> up to that point. Well, good, yeah. And if you want to get involved with your, your own podcast, podcast about your own team, let us know. Contact us on social media. Or if you want to write for the website, doing any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, like they've said, there's lots of stuff going up every week now. Um, which is why we've started a Patreon, really. A little bit, we do a lot of work for this, and we do both work full-time, so any sort yeah. of support is great. If not, just enjoy the free stuff. We, we'll, yeah. It'll still be free, regardless. Yeah, yeah we'll always have free stuff. And yeah. We'll never, we'll never have uh, to pay stuff. It's just, if you want to help out, you know. Until we get bought out by the ringer, and then uh, yeah. it's all behind the paywall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, then we'll forget about you minnows and... <laughs> on to the, the big stuff <laughs> uh, if you want to contact me or Dave I'm at Rosbo1984 on Twitter and Dave is at DJG23 um, until we're back on Thursday Dave it's goodbye from me goodbye from you bye and we'll see you on Thursday <laughs>